What do fundraisers need to know about fundraising from community foundations? Hi, I'm Bill Stanjakevich. This is the first day from the fundraising school, and I'm joined today by Vicki Pugh. Vicki is the vice president for philanthropic giving at the community foundations for Palm Beach and Martin counties in southeastern Florida. And we're so fortunate that Vicki is a member of our faculty here at the fundraising school. She spends a lot of her time providing important leadership for a significantly large community foundation. And, you know, Vicki, fundraisers always want to know, as now we're in the second year of the pandemic, what do they need to know about fundraising from community foundations? Well, I don't think it will surprise anyone that giving from donor advised funds through community foundations had escalated tremendously in 2020. Um, a new study by the Community Foundation Public Awareness Initiative showed that giving from donor advised funds through community foundations was up by 41% year over year, 2019 to 2020. Um, about $7.7 billion was given to donor advised funds at community foundations, $6.7 million given away. That's pretty tremendous in our industry. Donors, giving through donors, advised funds have responded incredibly to the pandemic. We saw this in our own community foundation. Our giving to organizations in the community year over year from donor advised funds is up about 28%. So not quite as much as the national average, but definitely significant. Um, so I guess the, the, the story is that donor is, giving is robust from donor advised funds, um, especially through community foundations and other donor advised funds. So it's something as fundraisers, we need to be actively engaged with. We need to be actively engaged with donors who have donor advised funds. Um, through our local community foundation is a great place to start. And Vicki, what were you seeing? What were you and your colleagues seeing from the donors themselves? Were people creating new donor advised funds? Were they adding to their donor advised funds? Were they calling you more often, please make more distributions out of my donor advised fund? You know, what were you seeing there uh, at your community foundation? I think we were seeing two things. One was many donors were giving to specialized funds that community foundations started for COVID response. The Community Foundation of Palm Beach and Martin Counties, where I work, we raised about $4 million for an emergency response fund, and we've been deploying that money to the community over time. There are lots of community foundations around the country that did the same thing. A little over a billion dollars was given to donor advised funds at community foundations, excuse me, not to donor advised funds, but to emergency response funds at community foundations. Um, the second thing we saw was really an increased giving, especially in March, April, May. You know, remember in March, we were all sent home. That was when the pandemic was in full force in the United States. So we saw a lot of donors deploying emergency type grants to nonprofits who were responding to COVID needs in the area. We're still seeing that, but that's curtailed off just a little bit. But what I do think is happening is nonprofits are becoming very savvy about how they're talking to donors right now. And they are being honest about how COVID affected them, uh, whether it was negatively or positively. I mean, some organizations actually increased their services or changed their services dramatically. Some organizations like arts or organizations, they couldn't operate. So all those organizations are talking to donors and sharing how COVID affected them. And that's giving our donors right now, our donor advised fund donors, a lens, a different kind of a lens to look at their giving through. So I think they're still giving, um, not just for emergency response, but now for some of those long-term effects of COVID. 
So Vicki, certainly fundraisers can be speaking to their individual donors. And as they cultivate that relationship, find the right time and the right way to ask, do you have a donor advice fund? Whether that be in the private wealth management sector or in our local community foundation and make a giving decision that way. But let's talk about the fundraiser coming to you and your team at the community foundation. First of all, as we always emphasize, generally speaking, most of the money in a community foundation is not unrestricted. Uh, most of it is in these designated restricted funds. Should the fundraiser explicitly talk to you about that? Like, hey, if you know a donor who's interested, could you please connect me? Should they just talk more generally, knowing you're already doing that, uh, you and your colleagues, and thinking about the relationship with your donors? What advice do you have for fundraisers in that regard? Well, I'll start just a good example. Our foundation last year gave $17 million away. Two million was unrestricted. <laughs> the rest was restricted to donor advice. So I think that, yes, that's very common. Um, but it is good to be in touch with the folks at your community foundation because more and more as community foundations across the country take on leadership roles in their community or bigger leadership roles in their community, they're going to be more proactive about approaching their donor advised fund donors with opportunities, with giving opportunities. Now, some community foundations are very active already in that space. At the community foundation where I am, we're just really analyzing right now where our donor advised fund grant making goes. So when we have our, we see good opportunities in the community, when we have opportunities we can't fund through our own unrestricted dollars, we might have some targeted donors that are open to it that would be interested in learning more about those funding opportunities. I'll warn that not every donor is open. Many donor advisement donors, they have the charities they like to support. They don't want our engagement. So, you know, we have to, that's being a good fundraiser, right? Learning a little bit about our donors, uh, about whether or not they are interested in being approached for good opportunities in the community. And then when they are, we like to know about them. And, and it's okay, and, you know, it's okay for you as a nonprofit to be in touch with your local community foundation. Just keep us aware of what you're doing. If your local community foundation has an unrestricted grant opportunity and you might fit in one of their interest areas, apply. Even if you don't get funding, again, when we see good proposals, we like to share those with our donor advised fund donors as much as we can. So getting to know your community foundation is a really good idea. And it's a common theme we have here at the fundraising school that when you're fundraising from a foundation, remember fundraisers, you have equal standing with that foundation, even though they're holding access to dollars that you hope can be granted to you. As Vicki just said, foundation leaders love the awareness and the information that you bring to them. You are that front row expert that even as Vicki and her colleagues are doing site visits and staying up to date on issues, you're on the front line every day and you're bringing that to the foundation world. Now, Vicki, your own remarkable career. You have fundraised in the arts, you have fundraised in youth development, you have fundraised in higher education, and you fundraise now. Uh, as somebody who works at a community foundation, what do you think is going to happen now as we're in this second year of the pandemic? And, you know, local, state, and national here in the United States, the, the different health codes are changing, the different policies are changing. The, the economic forecasters are, are really thinking that by the second half of this calendar year, the economy is really going to warm up in a significant way. Uh, you know, the United States has a 20% savings rate, $4 trillion sitting in people's savings accounts that certainly they're going to want to spend, but they might also want to donate. 
What do you see happening from the community foundation world? You know, early on, of course, there was the money going to immediate need, the food banks and immediate need, and then resilient, you know, which nonprofits were still around. And you fundraised in the arts and some of our friends in the arts community have said, hey, we really struggled because we didn't meet those other two categories. Are we going to see grant making returning to a more closer to normal pre-pandemic or not? And again, this is just your opinion, but I'm curious what you're seeing as you lead and manage your community foundation. I really wish I had a crystal ball and could predict that. Uh, but all indications are is that giving is going to remain robust as long as the economy, we know that the, the indicators that influence philanthropy, as long as those are strong, they'll still be strong giving. I do think donors are starting to look at longer term needs for organizations as they have all been affected by COVID. So I do think that will be a trend because a lot of the emergency needs are are being met, maybe not all the way, but somewhat met in, in most every community. It will also depend on federal dollars if there are any of those still available for some of those emergency services. But I do think giving will remain robust at least through the next year. I heard something recently that we may not be post pandemic until 2024, which means we're going to have to still rely very strongly on philanthropy to help and protect the services that our great nonprofit organizations provide. So I'm predicting continued robust giving and I I would suggest any nonprofit talk to their donors, their best donors. We know this year that it's been um, not so easy to get new donors because we don't have that in-person connection, but organizations are telling us that the people who are their long-standing donors, the people that really care about the continuation of their mission are still supporting, supporting very strongly. Um, so keep those donors appraised of how COVID's impacting your organization now and in the future, and use that as a springboard for your future philanthropy. As we say at the fundraising school, back to the days of our founder, Dr. Henry Rosso, fundraise with confidence. Do not fundraise with apology, fundraise with pride, including with your local community foundation. As Vicki again has reminded us, uh, where most of the dollars are coming through donor advised funds, that, that contribution pot has increased significantly uh, and very likely will continue even as the pandemic continues as well. Now, Vicki Pugh, again, is a wonderful member of our faculty here at the Fundraising School. You can see, even with this podcast, how she understands the research, but then applies that research in very practical ways through her own experience as a fundraiser. Uh, and that's our relative advantage at the Fundraising School. We're research-based, we're evidence-based, while we also have experienced fundraisers translating that to practical, successful activities. That's what happens in our courses, either in-person, and those in-person courses are now expanding, uh, even though the pandemic continues as more and more cities are relaxing restrictions in healthy, appropriate ways. We still have our courses online. Some of them are recorded, some of them are live, and all of these courses are available to you with a crisis response scholarship that can reduce the registration fee by as much as 50%. We have these free podcasts. Show them to your staff, show them to your board, show them to your donors. They're available to you free of charge. We have quarterly webinars. We occasionally meet once a month for Fridays with the Fundraising School. All of this is available online at philanthropy.iupui.edu forward slash the Fundraising School. With Vicki Pugh, I'm Bill Stanjakevich, and now you are now more up to date on this first day from the Fundraising School. Mm -hmm.